Hey there, WrestleLore fans. It's your boy Devo here. Hoping you guys are having a good time out there. This week we've got an episode where Ethan and I are talking about wrestlers who just didn't quite make it, even though they were supposed to be the next big thing in the WWE. But before that, you guys should go visit us on social media at Facebook.com, uh, Twitter, and Instagram at WrestleLore or WrestleLore Pod. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys out there and let us know what you would like to hear us talk about in the future. Also, download that Soundstooth app and be sure to check out all the other great shows on the Soundstooth Network. There's Opinions Like A-Holes, there's Wrestle, or There's Us, that's WrestleLore, there's Getting Greasy, there's Digital Intercourse, and all sorts of other great shows that you can check out. So now on with this week's episode, Busts in Professional Wrestling. <laughs> What is up, WrestleLore fans? How's it going? Kento Suzuki? No, <laughs> this is not Kento Suzuki's theme song. We are talking about the biggest busts in wrestling today, and so I figured there was no other greater theme song to go with than Lord Tensai's oh, theme song. Lord Tensai. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, well, you could have done like Hakushi. Yeah, it's true. Uh, well, as always, I am Devo, and with me, he's the Festus to my Jesse. Biscuits and gravy. Make me Ethan Sandoval. Have you ever seen that video where they like just? They just take a bunch of themes, and then it goes into the festus. Oh, like, no. there's one where it's the, you know, the crime time theme, where yeah. it's like, yo, 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 take yeah, your 40 yeah. and grab your shorty, it's crime yeah. time, yeah. Brooklyn, but they did it somewhere, <laughs> biscuit, biscuit, <laughs> it's one of the funniest things I've ever uh, heard. So, Jesse and Festus, mm-hmm. J- Jesse's dead, right? <laughs> Which one? Lance Cade is who I'm thinking. You're of. thinking of Lance. You're thinking of yeah. Trevor Murdoch and Garrison Cade or Lance, Lance Cade. Cade. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I, he's the Lance Cade to my Trevor Murdoch. But or, <laughs> wait, what? I'm <laughs> dead. What? <laughs> no, no, no. So uh, we have a pretty, uh, like, a pretty light and a disjointed episode here today, where we're just going to talk about <laughs> disjointed. We're going to talk about. I can't smoke weed. It makes me panic. Anyways, <laughs> the biggest busts. In wrestling, and let's get it out of the way. Yeah, get it out of the way, Jacqueline. <laughs> All right. Anyways, yeah. you know it, who do you think was bigger, Jacqueline or ODB? I still think Jacqueline. Okay. Like well, ODB was big, yeah, but I I feel like she was padding. Yeah, okay. I we have proof yeah, that Jacqueline, Jacqueline was yeah. that big. But no, we're talking about those people that the WWE, WCW, uh, maybe some others thought they were going to push and mm-hmm. uh, that were going to be, you know. The next big thing, but mm-hmm. then uh, it just didn't quite work out. And there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them, and we're not going to obviously hit on all of them. And, and Ethan, you, you'd mentioned that maybe we'll talk about a few concepts uh, that failed that miserably. Failed miserably. But, uh, like the triple cage. Now, I, I want to start with someone that, um, when we talk about these, so again, so these are guys that like, we like WCW, WWE, maybe we'll get into some other promotions or whatever, but they thought... We're going to be like the like, next like, like, guy. Oh, people are going to love this shit, right? Yeah. And like they're going to be so over. And and yeah, we have a, a string of big men in WWE that are going to be that way, right? <laughs> there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of them. But the first one that came to my mind, and I don't even know if he's truly a bust, but I think he has to be. Mm-hmm. Just given the amount of promos and lead up to his debut... 
And the fact that I mentioned him here on a podcast here uh, mm-hmm. when we recorded uh, for NWO, uh, sold out and NWO and stuff, is Glacier. Glacier's definitely. Like, I they, they also spent so much money on his like entrances. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's a bust. So Glacier is debuting in 1996 for yeah. WCW. And if you don't know who Glacier is, go look him up. By all accounts, a lovely human being. Yeah, yeah. Like, everybody loves Glacier. But WCW... So WCW was like dipping their foot into two different worlds. Right. They were like, oh, video games. Yeah. So it was like the WWF was being chastised for their character. Like, you know, the, the everybody has a night job like yeah. guys or day job guys, you know, like Duke the Dumpster, the Repo Man. Mm-hmm. And then WCW is going. Fashion Booger. Yeah. <laughs> Fashion Booger, the plumber. <laughs> WCW is going for this more realistic, like, here's this guy. Here's Kevin Nash. And we're mm-hmm. like, do it. But yet then, simultaneously, they have Glacier. you have Glacier who's debuting, and they are playing off of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, he is Sub-Zero. Like, yeah. And they spend so much money. I remember watching that. They were doing two vignettes an episode yeah. for this guy to debut. Mm-hmm. And when he debuts, yeah, it looks cool. But, but then, he's... as soon as he comes out and starts doing karate moves, yeah. <laughs> you're just like... Has there ever been? I know. Okay, I'm going to say this, knowing that the answer for you is yes, and that your answer is a hundred percent wrong. Oh, Steve Blackman. <laughs> has there ever been a karate move wrestler that has gotten super over? Uh, not well. Here's the thing. I love Steve Blackman. He was never super over. Well, I know, but like, although his theme, fucking banger. I don't know. So, so good. Anyways. I was saying, like, who are the karate themed wrestlers that we can think Kung of? Fu Naki. Kung Fu Naki. Uh, Ernest the Cat Miller. Ernest the Cat Miller he was He did one. that. Oh, Eric Bischoff. Well, yeah, Eric Bischoff. Uh, uh, Eric Bischoff, yeah, a, a absolute uh, stellar performer in the ring. Yeah. Um, there's a couple in, like, other promotions that work well, but they've never worked well in, like, the WWE. Like, like, yeah, like, I, I just don't know. Um, I, just, I don't know. Strikes I, aren't as appreciated in Western wrestling. I guess. I think it's just it always looks goofy when they're like. There's a couple female wrestlers in stardom that can fucking do it great. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's, so that's, a, that's like, I think that's what we're looking at here is, uh, mm-hmm. and we're going to look at some listicles here and go over some of the guys <clears> that they've said are bust. And some of these, what I found, and you found this too. Is that in the world of wrestling, a guy may seem like a bust, but if you wait a few years, yeah. because you saw a list that had Baron Corbin in Baron it. Baron Corbin. It was released in September of 2016. And, and now, Baron Corbin is arguably, he's turned like go home heat. And go home heat is that heat, you know, X-Pac. like, we just, we don't want you here, right? Yeah. Like, but the fans are tired of it. He has turned that into being legitimately like one of the top three heels in WWE. <laughs> Have you ever heard Young Bucks go home? Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> so, uh, the Young Bucks back in the Bullet Club days yeah. in New Japan, <laughs> they're there, and they're like beating somebody up on the outside, and they're walking along the announce tables, yeah. and the uh, Japanese announcer just goes, Young Bucks, go home! <laughs> Go home! It's so fucking funny. It's so, he, the dude is selling it so well. And, and like, like, so did they have any legitimate like go home eat over there? Like, is there no, was there any like Kenta did? Yeah, Kenta had legit go home. Eat. Okay, because I didn't know if there was like you know any sort of uh, 
animosity that these American guys were coming in and like back in the day, yeah, but not not not, not, not currently. Not really now. Now, um, I think one of the lists here, uh, I've got a list here from Sport Kita. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I have, I have, I want to talk about who I consider. Okay, let's go. To be maybe the biggest bust of the last... John Chena. <laughs> I mean, so John Chena of the last 15 years. Yeah, who's that? The Great Collie. <sighs> He's a total bust. How is he a total bust, though? I See, I would have to disagree. He's been a champion. Okay, that de- <laughs> being a champion doesn't make you but, not a bust. But he's been a champion... And I would arguably say that when they pushed him into the Punjabi playboy role. I mean, but that he became a comedy. Like, that's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. He wasn't originally brought in as a comedy. As a comedy act, yeah. He was brought in as this monster who destroyed the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And within eight months, people went, oh, he has the mobility of a tree. Yeah. And so... so- Okay, so, I, I think he's right. probably the biggest bust. So if you're going to gauge that, then mm-hmm. would you not then say a bigger bust is Giant Gonzalez? Giant Gonzalez. Yeah. Well, I said the last 15 years. Yeah, okay. Giant like, Gonzalez yeah. was awful. So there's a bunch of those Giant Gonzalez, Nathan Jones. Yeah. So let's just get that out of the way. This this category of the big guy, right? Of the like really tall, gangly but, dude. Yeah. Like a go like a. Oh, who was the guy in the oddities? Oh, Kurgan? Uh, uh, no, the other guy. The, oh. the giant something. Oh, else. oh, Super Ninja? Giant Silva. Giant Silva. Yeah, yes. Giant Silva. Yeah, he sucked. Yeah, uh, he was bad. You had like other, you know, all these other big guys. Giant Gonzalez, the Yeti. <laughs> the Yeti. Um, Any of these guys that were just there to be huge and had very little like mm-hmm. skill set in the ring, right? Right. Like, because. Like it's a and I guess the thing is, if you're bringing them in to pop it, mm-hmm. and you only expect it to be a few months mm-hmm. to just build up that oh he could be beat here yeah then maybe they serve their purpose but right. if they are just going to stick around yeah then what do you do with them and so many of these guys end up transitioning into that comedy role yeah because. Look at Big Man dance. It's funny. Yeah. Big Man don't dance. Well, I mean, that's that's what happened to another one of the best. But here's the thing: a bus that has a soft spot in my heart. Yeah, Vladimir Kozlov. Yes, Vladimir Kozlov. Again, another guy who was mm. supposed to come in mm-hmm. and be a like a world destroyer. A huge push. We talked about him. He beat was, the Undertaker. He beat the Undertaker. He beat Sean. No, yeah, beat Sean Michaels. He was in. Uh, he was in that hell. Uh, the, uh, the 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 execute, execution the, chamber. Oh my god! <laughs> which I forgot to mention on the podcast we did about the elimination chamber is that they don't call that the elimination chamber in Germany, right? Because of the <laughs> the yeah. equations to to bad bad things. But yeah, Vladimir Kozlov. Now recently, um, mm. we've had uh, Lars Sullivan, who yeah. seems like. Is this guy ever going to come back? Well, uh, now that he's been outed as being a former gay porn star, yeah, that's not going to help him. Yeah, much. it's not going. Well, not I, because of like fans or anything, but because of WWE. Yeah, but also the fact that he seems to be a homophobic former. Gay yeah, he's a homophobic <laughs> racist former yeah, gay yeah. porn star. But he he's one like. And I think the thing is with the big men that become bust, it, Vince falls in love with mm-hmm. the look. Yeah, and he doesn't realize that. Um, they have to be able to wrestle somewhat. Uh, yeah, no, they have to be able to wrestle somewhat, um, and they can't really do that. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And, and when they can't, they don't have any mic skills either. Yeah. And a lot of these guys are foreign, which doesn't yeah. help. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Jones was Australian. <laughs> Giant Gonzalez was Spanish. Giant Silva was Brazilian. Kali is Indian. Um, <clears throat> trying to think of anybody else. Uh, well, like the giant Silva is was Brazilian. Brazilian. The giant uh, El Gigante was Spanish. Yeah, um, you've got uh, I don't. Kali's Indian. Yeah, Kali's Nathan a- Jones is the is Australian. Yeah. Uh, there was another. Wasn't there another big Russian that was there for a while? <laughs> Ludwig Borg. No. Well, I guess you could maybe say Heidenreich was, oh, kind of, was German. Heiden- you, know? you know what Heidenreich's original gimmick was supposed no. to be? Oh, you don't. Oh, you're in for a treat. No. Heinrich gimmick, Heinrich's gimmick was he was supposed to be a Nazi that had been in cryostasis. Oh, my God. And then he had been unfrozen. And you know who his fucking manager was supposed to be? Who? Paul Heyman. Oh, my God. The Jewish Jew. <laughs> like, listen, not that there's anything wrong with that, but like... Yeah. Why, but, yeah, why yeah. would you complain? <laughs> it makes no sense. He's one of the most Jewish people. I, I guess we could throw we could throw Lord Tensai on that list of big guys that were supposed to be impressive. I don't know if I can include him just because he was he had so many other gimmicks. Yeah, but I mean he was a train. Yeah. yeah. Who was a uh, package? Yeah, because there he are other Prince Albert. There's other guys packaged that were bust as what they're pa- like the Sultan. The Sultan. And that was uh Rikishi, right? Yeah. The Sultan was Rikishi. Uh, and he went on to have success uh, in that. Uh, there, I, I want to say there was another big German guy but, or Russian guy, but I can't. I can't remember. I, I don't know. There's just, it seems like there's so many of them all the I time. I mean, there are. Like, he also probably wasn't Russian. <laughs> he probably was like. But okay. But speaking of bus that have different gimmicks or whatever. Yeah. If I'm looking at this Sporkita list, I, this, their, their number. Oh, you know what's a good one? What? Comma. Comma. Oh, comma Mustafa. Comma yeah. Mustafa. Was he? So what was his? Kicking, ti- a, man, what kicking was his, a man's ass. What was his timeline on comma uh, Mustafa? So he, he was he was originally Papa Shango. Yeah. Then like right around ten Shamrock. Yeah. And the Nation of Domination, he became comma Mustafa, and he was comma Mustafa for like eighteen months, and it was not going well, and so then. They turned him into the Godfather, which was actually his wife's idea. The Godfather was okay, uh, and that that well, I mean, and then did he come anything after that? Or no, just, he, no. Well, he well, he was the good father. The good father, yeah, yeah, uh, the, yeah. Okay, the right to censor stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, um, it's just one of those like, uh, oh, but here's what I was getting to: the repackaged guys, yeah. Um, Lex Luger in the WWE. Oh, narcissist. Yeah, the, well, yeah, the narcissist. Right, he yeah. comes in and that's a major flop, and then they mm-hmm. have to repackage, and he's Lex Express or whatever. Yeah, and he's, then, he's Mr. America. Yeah, um, like that. That is a thing that happens quite often, uh, and 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 I, I, you know, like so maybe we don't we don't look at those mm-hmm. so much, but I, I do think that's important because you have these guys that come like well, I mentioned you're my Jesse to my Festus, right? right? Yeah, and, and then Festus became Luke Gallows, Luke Gallows, right? like, and it's a completely different thing. Jesse, do you remember Jesse's second gimmick? No, what was that? He became a white rapper. <laughs> 
Oh no. <laughs> and I think he would he was feuding with Jimmy Wang Yang. Oh boy. It, it lasted is, for a very short period of that time. That is that is insane. Boy, okay, so their number eight is Vladimir Kozlov. Vladimir Kozlov. Yeah, and this was uh I love Double double. This is for 2019, and he looks great in 2019. Like, yeah, he looks a lot better. It looks like what he looks right now looks like kind of like Elias. Huh? Uh, <laughs> we got like long hair. And... Yeah, no, not long hair, but like the face looks more like Elias. He's, oh. got, a beard. He's got a big black beard and stuff oh. like that. So he looks a little bit more like that. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I, I think the list we were looking, we saw Carlito, and I didn't agree with Carlito as a bust. No, I, I thought I Carlito just, was fine. I think Carlito is a bust in that he was kind of a dick and people no one to work with him. Yeah. And he was kind of a bust in that he was also a lot more talented. So what about uh, this number six on this Sporky list? A guy that you've mentioned that you liked in the past, Chris Masters. Yeah, I like Chris Masters. I, I get why he's on the bust list. Because he fucking looks like somebody who would have been something, right? Like, he's an homage to the 80s. Yeah. He's got the look, but he's like, a lot of those 80s guys, they had the body. Yeah. But then they had the face of a rescue dog. And so Chris Masters, like, was attractive. Yeah, he was. He was, like, attractive from head to toe. I- I think the thing with Chris Masters is... But he was very bland. He's very bland. He wasn't... I don't remember him being horrible on the mic. He wasn't good. No, that was not his forte. But but the thing that made him bland to me was, yes, I get the Master Lock Challenge was a good idea for a while, Mm -hmm. but selling a full Nelson to a crowd is just like... like, Do you remember when he tried to do it on Cully? I do not. And he literally couldn't... like Because Cully's so big, he couldn't lock it in. Yeah. So Kali won by default. Do you remember who the first? Here's here's trivia for you. Okay. Who was the first person to beat the Master Lock Challenge? I think we've said this before, and I have I cannot recall. I have blocked out most of the okay. Master Lock Challenge. So in my life. it was a Marine. Oh, okay. It was a Marine. Was it at a tribute for the troops? Uh, n- yes. It oh. was at a tribute for the troops, and then the second person to beat it. And the one that they like recognized was Bobby Lashley. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, mm, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. also Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley, his first his run, first run, definitely. A even bust. though he's a champion, he was a bust or whatever. And yeah. it's yet to be seen. I think if this Stop smoking, oh, it's yet to be seen. Break. Sorry, it's yet to be seen if this run is going to be a complete bust or not. Like yeah. he's getting, you know, he's been in like what was a. Uh, pretty like popular angle for a little while, this whole cuckold angle, but now it's kind of run its course. Uh, number five on this list, uh, you mentioned him already, uh, uh, Nathan Jones. Nathan Jones, the what was it? It was like the something from Baca Road or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. The Beast from Baca Road. Yeah, uh, he uh, he was involved in a couple main card segments with the Undertaker and Brock Lesnar. He fought the Undertaker at Mania. And uh, uh, he's uh, he also just went on to movies. Like, yeah, just he, like, the, the the picture they have of him here, I'm guessing, is from. Um, uh, what was that? Mad Max Fury Road is what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, he's think. in just a fucking ton of yeah, movies. Yeah, well, he's got that look. He looks like a post-apocalyptic, like... Mm-hmm. He's in the movie um, Ong Bak. I don't know. There's Tony Jaw, who's mm-hmm. like a... He's like a, a, a Thai. He's, he's from Thailand. He's like the Thailand Bruce Lee, essentially. Yeah. And uh, he was in a movie called Ong Bak, I believe. Oh, no, 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 no. 
Tom Young Goon? I it was, have no idea. It was. A, it's a movie called The Protector, and I, the whole point is he is an elephant, and Nathan I, Jones steals his elephant. I've literally like have no recollection of Nathan Jones in the WWE. I don't believe you. Yeah, well, you know why? This was also the period where Undertaker's finish was the Dragon Sleeper. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and he would like hold it in and then go, eh, yeah. and it was the worst. Uh, their next one here they got on this list, and this is the ten most brutal busts in WWE history. And I, I, I like so to me, a bust is a guy that gets pushed. Uh, Tamina, <laughs> no, to, Tamina. Uh, to me, a guy is a push. A guy that is a bust is a guy that gets pushed and fails because the crowd's not liking or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't really agree with their number four here, which is Mr. Kennedy. I disagree with that one. Too. Like Mr. Kennedy was a bust in that. He fucked up. Yeah, he was booked, Mark, to be their next big guy. He had two, but then is William Regal a fucking boss? Yeah, so he had two fuck ups, right? Yeah. He, he 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 had the the drug the uh, mm-hmm. didn't pass the wellness violation. Yeah, and then he had the botch move on Randy Orton, right? Which I learned today huh. that Randy Orton, according to a report like a couple years ago, uh-huh. made makes four point five million dollars a year. Yeah, for what? Yeah. I, I guess I get it because for some reason crowds pop for Randy Orton and I do not understand. You it. know who Mark Henry signed like one of the first million dollar. Oh, year oh yeah, contracts. they were going over like because Becky. I guess Becky Lynch was complaining about equal pay for talent for female talent in the mm-hmm. WWE, and they of, of course the top money earners are Brock mm-hmm. and then um, uh, uh, John Cena still, and then it goes down to like literally it's like Randy Orton is third, yeah. and I'm like. Oh, what? <laughs> well, he's, I mean, if you think about his longevity like, in the company. Yeah, I, I mean, I know Vince owns stock, but like Brock and Chana both owe, make more money a year than Vince does. I think mm-hmm. Vince makes 5.7 a year mm-hmm. as CEO. And then I guess Edge just signed a $3 million deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I, I believe in equal pay and better pay. I just don't know that, uh, you know, I, I don't know if the ratings are there like yeah. like she thinks they are for her. I know that they're trying to use Charlotte Flair to get ratings for NXT, and it is not working. <laughs> they are still losing every week, so maybe it's not a draw that you think it is. But yeah, Mr. Kennedy fucked up a move on Randy Orton, and he kind of got buried because of that. Yeah, And he went on to have a decent career in t- Bust. That was right around the time of yeah. Mr. Kennedy, and actually tagged with Mr. Kennedy, MVP. Yeah, they... They tried so hard to push MVP down mm. people's throats. Yeah. And I never got it. Yeah. Like, was he supposed to be a face or a heel? He's a heel. But, like, I, I guess just the aesthetic. But then they would always put him against heels. Yeah. And the aesthetic didn't work for me. And I was just right. like. Well, his Power Ranger outfit. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so, all right. And he recently came back, obviously, for yeah. a, a week-long run to yeah. lose a couple times on TV. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like it kind of had a cool entrance, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I One, guess I guess two. Yeah, he had a clock ticking, tick tock. And I, I, I guess I'm coming. All right, sorry, yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, not a bad, not a bad one. Uh, here, I don't remember this guy. Oh, maybe I do. I remember her, uh, Kinzo and Hiroko Suzuki. Oh, Kinzo Suzuki. I said yeah. him earlier today. Like, okay. literally, you started playing the theme, and I went, Kenzo Suzuki? Oh, okay. Yeah, I do not. I remember him because he feuded with John Cena over the U.S. spinner belt. Okay. I, I'm a little... I don't remember why her in her head she's got a Japanese and French flag. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, he had a rap battle with... with oh, uh, 
boy. With John Cena. I bet that was handled with. Yeah, delicate. uh he uh says, Hey, you like sushi? How about you try some of my trouser trout? Ooh. <laughs> so okay, this next guy, I was kind of interested to see what WWE would do with because I kind of liked his character when he debuted, uh-huh. and uh, it was, and this is another guy I think that was well, no, maybe confusing him with at least who he went up against, but was uh, Tiger Ali Singh. Oh yeah. yeah, and then he he joined with like D'Lo and yeah, he just kind of got pushed down. He had a look to me that was sort of like well, Tiger Ali Singh is a fucking crazy person. In what ways? Oh, I know. I'm sorry. Am I or was it Tiger Jeet Singh? I have no idea. Uh, Somebody used to the Tiger. Did Tyler Tiger Ali Singh used to bring like a fucking sword to the ring? Um. Uh, <laughs> oh, it says, it says here like uh, he so. Tiger Ali Singh competed from 97 to 2002, and mm-hmm. he was basically supposed to be... Oh, Tiger Jeet Singh is his dad. Okay. He was basically supposed to be the uh, Middle Eastern version or Indian version. I don't know what they were going for. Probably Middle Eastern with him. Uh, but they were to be like the um, that version of the Million Dollar Man. Right, yeah. Yeah, and he'd have fans. It says right here, he'd had a. The grossest segment was he had a, a fan lick Singh's manservant Babu's. Oh, yeah. Feet. Like the gimmick was like, yeah, he would have like. Uh, he would pay people, like Americans, to do embarrassing things. Yeah. Now, this thing ends with Tiger Ali could easily be called the single worst gimmick in the history of this sport. Fuck off. That's not. A, that's just a million dollar man's gimmick from another country. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Yeah, Tiger Jeetsing was his dad. Okay. And his dad, his dad was one of those guys that really loved to fucking throw fire. And they're number one, mm-hmm. which, um, who do you think they're number one is? Sylvester Turcotte. No. <laughs> uh, it is uh, Snitsky. Snitsky. Uh, uh, tech, I don't think so. Because Snitsky was actually never supposed to be pushed. Yeah. The thing where he caused... Lita to miscarry was yeah. like was supposed to be just a one off, and then and then it became like became a four a month gimmick. feud. Okay, so uh, now and then he punted a baby. Is, he did punt a baby. See, the, now I remember Snitsky. Yeah, like there was the enough there for remember. I don't remember some of these guys that we. You know who was a flop because yeah. they gave him a lot more screen time than you would think. Thurman Plug, aka. Uh, uh, heart, uh, spark plug Holly. Well, yeah, and that is like that whole. But like you would throw that. I I would throw those in that flop category of day yeah. job ra- day yeah. job wrestlers, yeah. right? Because he was the race car racer or yeah. race car wrestler. Me, third rich mark employee. Yeah, and uh, you know, I guess I'm gonna show up your butthole. <laughs> I, I mean, the road dog kind of overcame that with as the roadie, the roadie you know, yeah. and a few guys overcame that. Yeah. Like Hunter Hearst Helmsley clearly under overcame mm-hmm. like being the blue blood or whatever. Blue. Um, but uh, so let's let's go over to WCW land. Oh fuck! But, I don't but know before we go, before we that. go there though, before we go there, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about a WWE gimmick and a guy that we can talk about who has a bust in WWE. Mm-hmm. Tough enough, not oh. tough enough, not tough enough. Uh, brawl for all is what I'm talking. Brawl about. for all. Brawl for all. The, the which failed miserably. miserably. Now we haven't. 
we should probably at some point go back and watch the all the brawl for all and do it because you love MMA. Uh, yes, I and do. The brawl for all was supposed to be like uh, boxing, tough man fighting is what we you know. It was boxing, yeah, tough man fighting. Um, uh, and it was. Why so- don't we just go back and watch the Lions Den match? Remember that match? Uh, no, it I was Ken Shamrock's match. Oh. Um, I, when I was looking at things earlier, I saw said a podcast said underrated feud Ken Shamrock and Steve Blackman, and I was like, <laughs> ah, I guess it's underrated if you're talking about feuds that'll put you straight to sleep. I I'm guess. excited for that. Um, but remember yeah. the Kennel from Hell match? <laughs> uh, that is the Big Boss Man, right? The Big Boss Man, and who was the second man? I do not know. It's a blizzard. It's Al Snow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. I fucking loved Al Snow. I was a, I was a job squad. <laughs> what does everybody want? I was a job squad mark. I was a Al Snow and w- ECW mark. Like, uh, he's one of those guys my dad loved Al Snow. I think it's just because my dad looks a lot like Al Snow. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, look, it's like my dad looks like if you took Al Snow and Travis Tritt and put them together. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, hit, 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 hit. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Brawl for All was this concept of shoot fighting, right? Uh, boxing, tough man. The type. whole point of it that was to put Steve uh, William, Do- Doctor Death, Death, Steve Williams, Williams over, mm-hmm. who Jr. had been trying forever to get into the WWE and get him over, right? Mm-hmm. And so they get him, and he's forty-seven. Yeah, they get him at forty-seven, and they think they're feeding him to someone that he's going to easily be because he has an amateur boxing uh, Bart Gun. Bart Gun, yeah. They give him Bart Gun. Bart Gun. Who ends up fucking winning the whole thing. Yeah. Uh well, he lost to Butterbean, right? Well, yeah, well no, he won Brawl for All okay. and his prize was to get his ass kicked, kicked by, by Butterbean, Butterbean at Mania. Okay, so we're saying a lot of words here that some of you may not know. Mm-hmm. Uh Brawl for All was this Boxing tournament meant to Brawl put Doctor Death Steve Williams over uh, from Oklahoma. Big, yeah. like, they would have like wrestlers, box, big wrestlers. in Japan, big in NWA, things like that, Mid South, all that stuff. Probably Mid South, and it was legitimate. Yeah, it, it was, was legit. Le- it was yeah. not like fake. They changed the ring ropes whenever they came out. Mm-hmm. They like cha- they put the padding on. Like mm-hmm. it was different, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so Parker knocks him out. Parker knocks him out fast. Yeah, and then they go through and like. You know, the real Bradshaw knocks out Godfather. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, and then they eventually get to it and they have their pay per view match, which is Bart Gunn versus versus Butterbean. Butterbean. If you don't know who Butterbean is, he basically looks like uh, he's the boxing equivalent of a slim down King Kong Bundy. Yeah, or uh, I forget the guy. That's, he's a cop. Yeah, I forget the guy that's on Mike Tyson's Punch Out. King Hippo, maybe. King Hippo. Yeah, yeah. He's basically King Hippo, mm-hmm. and he was a legit boxer, kind of a Hold, so- holds some records for fastest knockouts yeah. ever. He's a big fucking guy. And he fucking hits like a truck. Yeah, and he just like wallops Bart He Gun beats Bart Gunn in 18 seconds. Yeah, and it's just like, oh my God, this whole concept. <laughs> you know, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, speaking of busts, uh, he, you know, the XFL was a bust, but he brought it back. So, you know, he, he's slowly putting together a roster full of former MMA fighters. So maybe he's just going to like do it for realsies in the ring. Bro for all. Bro uh, for all. A, a, no, it'll be bro for all. And it'll be headed by Matt Riddle. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go over to WCW. And their first one on this list, this is a uh, the Sportster list. And this is uh, the 20 biggest busts in WCW history. <laughs> and they start off with number 22, Glacier. And we've already talked about Glacier. Number 21, a guy you like. Mm-hmm. At least you like him because of his obsession with a certain theme song. 
Mm-hmm. Tink Abbott. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we have next up the Yeti. You know, Vince Russo got fired because of Tink Abbott? Really? I didn't. Because he wanted to put the world title on Tink Abbott. And uh, they went, fuck no. <laughs> that was their final straw. I. I they talk about the Yeti here, uh-huh. and they're like, "This is probably up there with the Sting and RoboCop angle." Do you know about the Sting? And oh Robo- yeah, I oh, love the Sting and RoboCop. Yes. Angle. Oh my god, that Rain is something we will have to talk about. R- rips apart so, the cage. Great, great episode idea for the future mm-hmm. uh, is Hollywood crossovers. Crossovers, yeah, yeah, Hollywood. So we got like Mickey Rourke, RoboCop, Wolverine, Wolverine, Steve yeah, Amell. Yeah, we can have all that like uh, that that type of stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I don't agree with uh, they put Chavo Guerrero on here. I don't quite in WCW. Yeah, yeah, it was a bust. Yeah. Oh, now this is a okay. Now this is an idea here I hadn't thought about, but this is a bust of a guy who, you know, usually if you're super over in one promotion, you're going to go to another and be over. Warrior. Yes, yeah. Ultimate Warrior. That was uh, bad. It was really bad. Do you remember when they originally teased the Warrior was coming and then it fell through? So they had to replace him with the Renegade Warrior. Ah, uh, yeah. He was a, just a, a. And then he just became the Renegade. He just became the yeah. Renegade because WWE was like, "Fucking, the, you're not coming." The, rene- the Renegade looked like who if, then hung himself. You, well, uh, the Renegade looked like if you crossbred uh, the Ultimate Warrior and Rob Van Dam. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Warriors run in WCW. Uh, it was like the feud with Hogan, mm. and it was the NWO mm. versus the OWN, the mm. One Warrior. Nation, and they did this like they made like the Ultimate Warrior mystical in it. He could Mm -hmm. like appear and yeah, he appears in the mirror. Like, is he fucking like where's Hulk Hogan sets his own face on fire? It's it's like uh, Hulk Hogan also gives away who's gonna win before the match. (laughs) It's like is uh, Ultimate Warrior the Mirror Master all of a sudden and Mm -hmm. fighting Flash or some shit? Uh, But uh, now I yeah, like this one I do not remember. I don't remember. um, AJ Styles in WCW. <laughs> uh, Raven in WCW was not great. Yeah. It's okay, but it wasn't great. Raven in TNA, not terrible. Raven Raven struggled everywhere to me except ECW. He was fine in TNA. Yeah. ECW was pretty great for him. Uh, <laughs> now, I do not agree with this. Number what did fo- they say about Slick? Uh, number 14. <laughs> now, this is another black man. No. Um, because... I don't know. Uh, well, it's one of the two black men, Stevie Ray or Booker T. No, it is Norman Smiley. Oh, Norman Smiley, Mr. Wiggles. Yeah, see, look, it brings joy to your face. I remember Norman. Yeah, he sucked. No, okay, so <laughs> so Norman Smiley was, I guess by what I've heard, he was like an excellent wrestler. Yes, he was very good. He's a trainer. He was, but he, was, he just, he just looked goofy. Yeah. And so you could never take him seriously. Yeah, but I I know friends today mm-hmm. who will think back to WCW and they will go, "I loved it when Miss Big Wiggle came out," or like he would always wear do you, like. Do you remember the the? It's one of my all time favorite spots ever, and it involves Norman Smiley. So, Norman Smiley, you know his, his gimmick was he would like do the yeah, spank. Yeah, 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 yeah. He gets hit really hard in the head, and then he <laughs> walks to the center of the ring and goes. Spank and then faints. <laughs> it's one of the funniest spots ever. Um, yeah, no, I mean, like literally, though, like I have friends that will will say, 
I love Norman Smiley because he would come out. He'd always do the like sports team shtick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and people remember when he was here. Tall, they did. Um, we're in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you guys didn't know, we we said it a few times, but uh, they did a. I want to say Thunder at the uh, Expo Square, uh-huh. which was really weird because it's not a place that usually you would have things like this. But WCW did certain events in odd arenas. And he came out in a Tulsa Oilers like yeah. jersey, and people ate that shit up. Well, like, yeah. So I'm not going to go bust. Uh, number 13, they got the Renegade, which we've already talked about. Uh, they don't have a number 12, so they skip that one. <laughs> number 11, and this one I would agree with, another transplant superstar that didn't go over in WCW, Bret Hart. Yeah, he did not work. Yeah, in- he did not work. And in fact, his fuck you, Goldberg, you ended his career. You know what? I say Sting was a bust in WWE. Well, that story is to be continued <laughs> because apparently they're bringing him back. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Sting. No. Well, okay. So Sting. Okay, let's, let's talk about Sting in WWE. Can we say he's a bust? Because I won't say he's a bust because he was an injury bust. I, I mean, he got injured in his. But fl- no, 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 no. Because they. They he lost at Mania. Well, there was no point for him to lose at Mania. Oh no, there was a point for him to lose at Mania. Oh, Vince needs to stroke his fucking ego. Well, and he's facing Hunter, and Hunter doesn't lose at Mania. That's that much, fucking huh? stupid. Well, no, okay, so I get that, but like we don't know what could have happened after that had he not gotten injured, mm. right? But and I I remember when his shit like I had a friend that was like saying. Sting will never be in the WWE. Mm-hmm. And when his like shit hit yeah. and everybody was like, holy, you know? Ah! Yeah. And it's just like, oh, you're the vigilante. Yeah. It's the vigilante. But yeah, Bret Hart kind of, you know, Bret Hart came, he had a run and it just like, it didn't have charisma to do it. Mm-hmm. And he kind of needed that cushion of the WWE yeah. to, for it. And it just did not work out. This whole idea of just bringing out these guys to face Hogan and shit mm-hmm. like that. Like, I think the only one that kind of maybe worked was Piper. Yeah. And I think that just because Rowdy Piper, Rowdy Piper is great at like what he does. Yeah. Like, and these other guys being just, racist. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Homophobic. I'm not going to, I'm not even going to uh, attempt to go with number 10 as David Arquette as a bust. Cause that is insane. Like, but yeah, David Arquette knew he was a yeah. bust before they even pitched it. Uh, this is one that I agree with because a lot of people like we look back on one moment mm-hmm. and uh, we go, all right, well that was a kind of a big moment. But mm-hmm. it's a Laundra Blaze going to WCW. And tra- she was a bust. Yeah. But, I mean, I think that it was mostly like... I guess you could... Cause Literally, she- people only remember her debut in WCW. Yeah, that's it. Like, I don't remember... and You know, I remember her, that horrible, like, Karen-esque haircut she had. The Yes. She looked like a... You know. A Laundra Blaze... <laughs> Yeah, this is <laughs> the WWE. Did you know? Yes. Alundra Blaze posed for Playboy, and they never released any of the photos. Oh, what? Yep. Yeah, I don't find that uh, surprising. Yep. Yeah. Uh, now, she did, I guess, drive a uh, monster truck for a little while. Yes, she so, became a very successful monster yeah, truck. So there you go. So uh, good for you, Alundra Blaze. Uh, here's a good one. Canyon. Uh, Canyon. Now, of course, I, I wonder if Mark Marrow is going to be on this list. Canyon is obviously so. What about Brian Pillman? You think Pillman was a bust in WCW? Oh no, okay. Pillman was a like a well, very well, like re- 
liked when he was flying Brian Pillman as TV champion in the early 90s. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, like maybe a little bit later. Like, yeah. like whatever, Booker Man. But, uh, oh, yeah, you win, but, Booker Man. But, but Chris Canyon, uh, he was a bust because mm-hmm. he was tagged with, like, not tagged, he was paired with Glacier. Glacier. He yeah. played Mortis, yeah. who was like, who's the green Mortal Kombat guy? Reptile? Yeah, he was kind of like a. Evil oh, skull guy. You remember Van Hammer? Uh, Van Hammer was wasn't he? He was the rock and roll like. Well, he he ended up becoming Major Stash. Okay. With with General Erection. Oh, and that what was the name of that group? I don't remember the name. Oh, but um, yeah, who, yeah, General Erection, who used to be who who became. Hugh Morris. Yeah, yeah. But and then became Beltamont. <laughs> yeah. But no, do you know another did you know? No, did you know? Yeah. Did you know? Yes. Do, 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 do. Um, Educating Ethan. It was supposed to he was supposed to be called Private Stash. Because like uh, 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 private, uh, stash. private Stash. Yeah. And then he got upset that he was a private. Oh. <laughs> and so oh, oh. And so then they were like, Alright, fine, your major stash. I, I've got Brian a- Pillman used to rib him all the time, Van Hammer. Uh so I got I gotta know. It was Ma- Major Guns was in that, right? Yeah, Major Guns. And it was uh She went into porn, Tylene Buck. Yeah, and then Major Stash. Mm-hmm. And who was the other one? General Erection yeah. or Gen? Yeah. Okay, I, I I gotta know. I gotta remember this. I, I I saw them, Misfits in Action. Yeah, MIA. MIA. Oh boy, Misfits in Action members. Let's see if we got them all. Uh oh. Oh. General Hugh Erection. Yeah, Hugh Erection. GI Bro, who was <laughs> Booker T. Yep. Uh, Private slash Major Stash, Major Guns, Lieutenant Loco. Chavo Guerrero. Yep. <laughs> Sergeant AWOL and Corporal Cajun, Lash LaRue. So um, that is a great, great one there. Fuck, what was it? Um, shit. No, yeah, I can't remember what it was. Fuck. Oh, another bust. Who yeah. was just a bust everywhere except ECW. Um, Rocco Rock. And, uh, oh, public enemy! Public yeah, enemy! Yeah, yeah, They've yeah. just sucked everywhere. Yeah, they, I know, like they always just seem. I don't know who they were a bootleg copy of, but they always seem like a bootleg copy of something. <laughs> Here's the thing: they were just a bootleg copy of hip hop. That's yeah, all they were. Like, because I, I was like, you kind of are the same shtick as the Dudley Boys, Johnny Grunge and Rocco. Yeah, Rock. Johnny Grunge and Rocco Rock. I remember when their shit would hit, and I'd be like, oh god. Like here comes forty-seven pointless table bumps. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know they go on a, on a streak here of people that I don't like. Get they go with Chris Jericho. It's like he's not a bust. He just got his start there. He didn't go as big as he should have. Mm-hmm. But you know yeah. he, he still had runs. They go with Rey Mysterio. It's like, well, what? I mean, no. he was great in the cruiserweight division. I mean, you can't. Are you basing this on the like mm-hmm. success he had in the WWE that he was a bust? Yeah. And then they go. Now I could go with this one. Uh, Cactus Jack, Mick Foley did not have no. the best of times in mm. WCW. Ah, number three. Yeah. Probably one of the biggest busts and botches of all time. The Shockmaster. Oh, yeah. The well, Shockmaster. Yeah. And that was, uh, for those of you guys that don't know the Shockmaster. Okay. I love that they have a picture here of uh, 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 Fred Ottman holding his Shockmaster helmet. He's got a white uh, button-up shirt on, and underneath it, he has his tugboat shirt. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you doing double time on the uh, autographs that day, bud. Yeah, I um, I saw, 
I, he, you know who's a great example of a bust because they just swerved everyone for no reason? Brodus Clay. I, w- I was going to mention him earlier. The Funkasaurus. Yes. Now, he started off as a monster, right? No. He just started off as like a wrestler. Okay. And then he went away for injury. Okay. And then they started doing these vignettes, right? Brodus is coming. And like it was like his face and like black and white and like bruh, bruh. And then it was like two weeks, one week. And then it was like, <laughs> and now Brodus Clay. Somebody call him it was like um, they didn't even try oh, it. Oh Jesus! Like I didn't realize. Now I guess the most lasting legacy of Brodus Clay is uh, Naomi. <laughs> she was a Funkadactyl, right? Yeah. Like looks like. Uh, yeah, they go on to say some other ones there that I, I don't really agree with. I was trying to think about to the WCW mm-hmm. in those early days. Um, or, you know, some of that stuff. There was all those like kind of they had, oh, uh, like. Firebreaker Chip. And like they were doing that. Oh, yeah. Sergeant Craig Pittman. Yeah. Uh, They were doing all that stuff uh, there. And so, you know, I don't really. Some of those like little gimmick ones aren't. They weren't trying to push those guys to the Mm -hmm. moon necessarily. Uh, I would say that some of the big busts in WCW were their regenerations of the Four Horsemen. Yeah. So like Mongo McMichael's Four Horsemen and Jeff Jarrett Four Horsemen (laughs) uh, bust, right? Like like they're they're bad. Like, and there were guys that you could put in there that make better versions of those stables at that time. Yeah. Um, And then as far as (laughs) bus bus go, like let's just say, you know, Vince Russo taking over (laughs) And that is well, yeah, and the concepts. Well, like the King of the Ro- well, that was WWE, but the King of the Road match. Yeah, um, I think that was WWE. No, that was WCW. King of the Road match was uh, Dustin Rhodes or Dustin D- Runnels, right? Dustin Runnels versus Blacktop Bully, who was the Repo Man, uh, okay. who was also Axe, and they were just on a black- oh, no, they're on the back of a truck. Yeah, the, they they were n- neither of them were supposed to blade, and they both bladed. I I, I would say the uh, if you go old school as well, the night of the Skywalkers. Oh uh, fuck with Jim Cornette. Yeah, like night uh. of the Skywalkers was like uh, r- the last few days. Like mm-hmm. we're recording this on uh, what what is the day the twelfth or something of uh, oh, February. Yeah. Um, they the, this clip has been going viral of a wrestler in a mall jumping off a balcony into a <laughs> ring or whatever. Yeah. And Night of the Skywalkers, like, was supposed to be like exciting because it was these giant scaffolds up top, mm-hmm. and the you know the thrill of one of them getting bumped off of it, which never happened. <laughs> and everybody that was watching that uh, Night of the Skywalker or that that guy that viral video, I was just like, New Jack done this shit already. <laughs> like, this ain't nothing. New Jack wasn't doing in DCW, like jumping off balconies yeah. and stuff. He was just doing it through tables, not onto dudes. Yeah, onto underage kids. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Now, uh, let's go on to this this other list here. This is another Sportster list, and some of these I do not, definitely do not remember. Uh, These are the biggest busts of tag teams in WWE, WCW, and TNA history. Mm -hmm. So number one, number 21, we got all three, the Harris Brothers. So uh, the Harris brothers, I do remember, they have been a bust multiple times. Mm-hmm. They were the disciples of the apocalypse in WWE. They were gr- creative control in WCW, mm-hmm. 
and they were disciples of destruction in TNA. Yeah. None of which got over ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we have, they, they list here uh, the Young Bucks, but when they were Generation Me in TNA, oh, yeah. they did not go over well there. No. Uh, next up, we've got, and this, these guys are a bust because they were so hot in the streets and WWE ruined their angle. And it turns out they're both like kind of dirt bags, mm-hmm. but Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass, yeah. Like this is a, this is a manufactured bust though. Yeah. This is WWE screwing mm-hmm. up the angle yeah. by breaking them up way, way, way too soon. Well, they had to, no, 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 <laughs> That wasn't, a, they didn't like, they weren't deciding to break them up. Enzo got a concussion. Yeah. And then Cass was still around and they wanted to like push Cass. But they could have like put them back together later. Well, yeah, well, then Enzo came back, and then they split up. Yeah, and so, it, I don't know. It was just still, they were still super over tag team. Right. And then, so let's, so Cass then falls into the big man bust category. Yeah. Like, he has injuries and things, but, like, as himself, he was just so boring. He was bland. Yeah, and so, and then Enzo turns out to be kind of a dirtbag human being. Yeah. And so. then do you remember when they showed up in ROH? Yeah. It was one of my favorite things because... Yeah. They were trying to make it look like it was a shoot. You yeah. That they were really invaded, right? Which, yeah. And then you see, you know, you see like Enzo throwing these like, Enzo throwing these like vicious shots with Briscoe, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then you see Cass throwing big working overhand clubs. <laughs> and you're like, come the fuck up. Yeah. And I, I, that's a very important moment because I guess it like really tarnished the relationship between New Japan and Ring of Honor. It did. Yeah, they were not too happy with that. Uh, with that, uh, they have a tag team on here from WCW called the Ding Dongs, which just came down to the ring with bells. Oh, uh, the Ding Dongs! The Ding Dongs! I remember yeah. the Ding Dongs. Uh, TNA, the Johnsons. I was, if, I was literally just about to say, do you remember the Johnsons? I do not because it was in TNA. <laughs> they were stupid. The t- picture they have here are, are the guys that play the Johnsons, and it looks like Adam Rose is with them. Which Adam Rose another bust. I know? was thinking of him too. Like uh, No Way Jose, Jose. Yeah. Jesse and Festus. We already talked about Ricky those. Ortiz. Uh, Ernest Miller and Glacier was a bust. Uh, boy, uh, TNA's Team Pac-Man. Do you mm. remember this? Team Pac-Man Jones. Oh, it's Pac-Man. Pac-Man Jones. Pac- we have to address him. Okay. So Pac-Man Jones is in TNA. <laughs> and the, the whole, he was feuding with R-Truth. And they, this was like this was like a couple months after the nightclub shooting with Pac-Man Jones. Okay. Yeah. And they have Pac-Man Jones in the ring. And they're wanting to do a feud with Pac-Man Jones. The issue is that he's still in the NFL, so they can't fucking oh, touch him. Oh, yeah. They cannot touch him at all. And so then, like, there's a bit where Pac-Man Jones is in the ring, and R-Truth is on the ramp, and they're exchanging words. And Pac-Man Jones does the worst fake laugh I have ever heard a human being do in my life. Like, R-Truth says something, and Pac-Man Joe goes, ha, 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 Like, <laughs> even worse than that. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> Man, you know, that, that, that screams of how different, how times had changed by the, by the what, what year was you think? What year uh, was 2005, okay. 2006. Because if you just go back to the mid-90s, mm-hmm. you've got fucking, like... LT. Well, and, oh, well, or, or you go to WCW, you've got, like, Carl Malone and yeah. Rodman, who are still active players, taking bumps. And you got uh, 
the guy that was feuding with Steve Mongo McMichael, whose game is escaping me now, uh, mm. Kevin Green. Yeah, you know these were all like he was still an active player, and they were yeah. just taking all sorts of bumps. Yeah, I, there's a great story DDP was telling about working with Rodman and Malone, right? And uh, there's a spot where I can't remember. I think it was because DDP was with Malone, right? And then Rodman was the heel. And so Rodman is supposed to come up behind DDP and hit him with a chair. Okay? Supposed to come up behind DDP and hit him with a steel chair. And he takes the chair and DDP like pulls pulls Dennis Rodman aside and says, Okay, I want to show you something about how you're going to hit me with this chair. And Rodman's like, Okay, man. And he, they have like these rolled up mats yeah. on the ground. DDP takes the chair. Hits it flat on the mat and goes, see that? Doesn't really leave much of a dent. You hit me like that, everything's fine. Then he just like slightly tilts it so Mm -hmm. it's at an angle. Hits it, leaves this massive fucking dent in the mat and goes, you hit me like that, you break my fucking ribs. (laughs) He's like, and I'll break yours. (laughs) And then Then Dennis Rodman did it perfectly fine. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah, like Dennis Rodman was the perfect like celebrity for wrestling. He like, was like he worked out so well. Carl Malone was kind of a boring ass motherfucker, but man, like, man. Uh, now getting back in the world tag teams, WWE re- released this past year the Ascension. Mm. So WWE is, I think they were a bust because they, they were. were so fucking good. Yeah, so the WWE has ha- now the WWE has have a new culture of bust mm. because of NXT. Yeah, because we like, have these ex- expectations mm-hmm. that these guys are going to come up and be like Neville. Yeah, Neville, uh, who clearly you know has gone on. He's doing great as the bastard mm-hmm. pack. And I mean, and, and even in within NXT, because they're getting all these guys from you know the Indies like Kenta. Yeah, you know, and Kenta was kind of an injury bust, but you yeah you get these guys that have cred already, mm-hmm. and you're expecting them to. Rise above and be. I mean, the stars. Daniel Bryan was almost a bust. Almost, yeah, almost a bust. But almost. then, you know, because they fired him back when he, he was in. He the was Nexus. actually one of those moments of the power of fans because mm-hmm. he's brought back. I think mostly because of the fan outcry for mm-hmm. him to come back. Yeah, you know, uh, he was. It was a Justin Roberts that he. Yeah, it was Justin Roberts. He choked with a tie. Yeah, and that was like too much for Vince, and it's like, yeah. whatever, Vince. Mm-hmm. Um, now. Yeah, and the Ascension is one of those cases. So, like, what we're talking about, like, these guys in NXT are great, and then they get called up, and they're just like, oh, mm-hmm. well, what happened to them? Like, Or they go on to 205 Live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, because obviously she's getting another main event pushed now, but, like, like Asuka was an ex- is an example of this. Yeah. You know? and, uh, I mean, Shinsuke. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, um, Kyrie Zane is another one. Like, like, Shinsuke, he won the Rumble. Yeah. And then became low blow man. Yeah, I know. Like, like the only ones that have transitioned well, Kevin Owens has done okay. Yeah. Um, like, Shinsuke had all the momentum in the world, and then Vince went, wait a minute, how'd this sneaky Jap get yeah, here? And you're like, God it, damn it, Vince. Yeah, I know. What the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah, it's just... He doesn't seem, you know, that's why I'm like, maybe some of these guys, and I know now they're doing kind of do is like, maybe some of these guys should just stay down there. Yeah. And you were seeing that with Finn Balor. I'm so scared about Keith Lee. Oh, yeah. I love Keith Lee so much. Well, Keith Lee, and I think another one is going to be like the Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. Because at some point, 
they're going to want to call the Velveteen Dream up, and I just don't think he translates to... Oh, uh, Velveteen's so good. Did you see he returned recently? Yeah, I know, but oh. I don't I don't think he translates. Now, I think a group that would translate well if they, is Undisputed Era, if they let them have their run for a while, mm-hmm. right? And didn't... The problem with Vince... Have and, them capture, like, all the titles. Like, have, like... You know, Adam Cole get the the Universal. Have one of them get the Intercontinental. If I was fantasy booking this, I would have them recapture all the NXT titles, yeah, and, then, and then come capture all the WWE mm, titles that they can, and handle. then be we are the undisputed era. Yeah, like that would be great, but that's never going to happen. Yeah. And then what will happen is they'll come to the WWE, they'll come to the main roster. Vince McMahon will go a stable. We don't do those. This isn't 1987, and so and we'll go also small stable. And so you guys immediately break up and start fighting each other. Yeah. More maybe by then the XFL is still around and Vince isn't doing yeah. stuff like that anymore. Or he's dead. Yeah. Uh, now th- I don't remember WCW David Flair and Crowbar. <laughs> Crowbar. Yeah. You remember Nails? Mm, yes, I remember Nails. Nails. Is that okay? He was a bust. Uh, in TNA, the band, which is Hall and Nash. Yep. So I, that, that's again not mine. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Uh, D'Lo Brown and Chaz. <laughs> Chaz from the Headbangers. Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, I swallowed my tongue ring. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here you go. Number nine, Public Enemy in WCW. You had that. Mm-hmm. Uh, TNA's Voodoo Ken Mafia. Oh, I was ch- I was just about to say PKM. Yeah. Oh, Higginbottom. <laughs> oh, Paul Levesque. We'll see you at the Alamo. Uh, did you do, do during the DX uh, acceptance speech okay. at the Hall of Fame? Sean, like they're all there, they're you know doing yeah. their shtick, and then Sean, Sean uh, is there, and he's like, uh, "Hey, uh, Billy Gunn, it's uh, so good to see you here." You know, despite you being all in. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, yeah. That was great. Like. Uh, uh, so I didn't remember they were in the WWE, but the Dude Busters, which are oh, the, the dude, best friends, the right? Best, oh, I wasn't. I don't think it was Chuck Taylor. It was Trent Beretta. Trent Beretta and okay, Trent Beretta and Kalen Croft. Well, yeah. No, he played okay. Kalen Croft. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, that was Trent Beretta. Yeah. Uh, okay, Misfits in Action. We got our, we got yeah! our boys that we mentioned there. Uh, TNA. Oh, the TNA version of Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags. The uh, the nasty boys in yeah, TNA. They were rough. Yeah. Uh, oh, I remember the Highlanders in WWE. Like, uh, oh, the I fucking love the Highlanders. I loved their finish because it was a it was a rebound inverted suplex. Yeah, and weren't they like, um, weren't they like big before they came? I don't remember to WWE. They may have been big in the, the UK. You know who was a bust in TNA because he was. Fucking huge in like Scotland was Grado. Grado, uh, he's the guy who comes out to Madonna. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, he yeah. was fucking huge, and then he came to TNA and just jobbed the fuck out. Yeah, I, I think that they had like some success in Europe. Uh, I mean, they reminded me of when they came mm-hmm. of what people had originally hope that the bushwhackers were going to do because the bushwhackers were the sheep herders right and yeah yeah, yeah. and the bushwhackers like the toughest sons of bitches in the world 
And then when they get to WWE, they become comedy guys. <laughs> like, and they made a lot of money being comedy guys. I like the Highlanders. Do you remember Big Vito's gimmick? I remember Big Vito. Remember when he wore a dress? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and boy. his finish was like a was like a shoulder lock, but he would put them underneath his dress. Hey, uh, sexualized wrestling is great. Shout out to Tom, shout out to Tom King, host of Digital Intercourse, for putting on a burlesque and wrestling show in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I listen. I have no problem with that. It, I have the problem with the punchline being the fact that the guy wears a dress. Yeah, well, I know, but like, uh, yeah. So I just want to give him a shout out. WCW, the Dark Carnival. Do not remember. I remember Vampiro being a wrestler mm. and never understanding why people liked him because he does the deal. He did the deal. Nobody kicks out of the, deal. the Falcon Arrow. Yeah, he did the deal. <sighs> Uh, now he did tag with wasn't he did he have what's her name no was Daphne yeah was she with him I don't think right, so okay uh, TNA Basham and Damaja I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that and their number one biggest bust of all time from the WWE tag team ranks the new rockers oh they fucking suck but that just goes with like any team that you put new in front yeah. of right the new orient express the, the new, new world midnight order. express the, yeah, the new world order. <laughs> yeah, the new world order big bust uh, <laughs> i was trying to remember the new blackjacks right i think oh, was one yeah. original there's there a bunch of them yeah uh, but yeah the new rockers leaf cassidy Mm-hmm. And uh, and Marty Jannetty, aka Al Snow, and Marty Jannetty. Yeah, and it was just like, why are you rehashing this? Like, <laughs> that was very silly. This does not fit in uh, in the period that we are. You know, you are debuting. Go run days. through another barbershop window and be a terrible father to your kid, yeah. Marty. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So let's just. Uh, I got a couple more here to go over. As we'll we'll wrap this episode up here in just a little bit. I've got a lovely uh, 4.30 a.m. wake-up call. Uh, some WWE some, some dub- uh, busts here. Uh, just We'll do some, some quick, uh, quick hits on them. These might be some people that had some success otherwhere, but uh, Mason Ryan. Yeah, he wasn't great. Yeah, Mason Ryan. Uh, I liked him. Gangrel. Was, what? He's overshadowed eventually. By, he had a nice little run. I like Gangrel. But then he was immediately overshadowed. He had one of the best themes ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that 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 whatever. Uh, oh, now apparently he goes to the AVN Awards a lot. So. Oh yeah, he he started. He was in the new porn order. Ah, nice. A wrestling themed porn. Uh, let's see. You got uh, yeah, uh, Lord Tensai on there, which mm-hmm. we talked about. Uh, oh yeah, Scott Steiner in the WWE. That was one of those yeah. like big stars from WCW that did not translate over well. Yeah. And uh, but did have a good run in TNA, right? <laughs> A funny run in TNA. He had a funny a run funny in TNA. Run, yeah. He was not good. He yeah. was he couldn't wrestle. He still yeah. wrestles, by the way. Oh yeah, he's in he's on uh, NWA Power now. He's bad. Yeah, well he's old, dude. Uh, they got Ken Shamrock. He looks like a knight going through a midlife crisis. Dean Malenko in the in the WWE. Uh, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in the WWE wasn't great. No, well, had some moments, but wasn't great. Uh, and uh, their number one bust that they had was Goldberg, but. He's kind of come back as these uh, minor things here. Uh, so, you know, there's going to be lots more busts. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, as we're talking, we're, we're in WrestleMania season or, you know, sign point in season, yeah. as they refer to it. And they are pushing currently um, Drew McIntyre to the moon. 
Which I love. Who was originally a bust. Who was a bust. He was originally a bust because he was supposed to be the next big thing. He was the anointed chosen one. I right? remember like he went away. Yeah. And I was like, fuck that guy. I was like, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. And then I remember seeing something and Mick Fo- it was Mick Foley talking about how he was like, yeah, Drew, Drew Galloway sent me a message from Drew McIntyre. Yeah, yeah. TV, and he says, uh, he sent me a message and I forgot. Oh yeah, he's six foot six, and it's just because it was like after he had gotten the long black hair and become yeah. much more savage. Yeah, and had that like hunch. Yeah, he kind of was like he's kind of undergone the Triple H transformation. <laughs> yeah, where he went from like kind of blue blood Scottish guy to yeah. you know this monster. But I remember seeing him mm-hmm. here in Tulsa. And I believe it was the same SmackDown mm-hmm. where The Undertaker kidnaps Teddy Long. Oh, yeah. Where to, And Teddy? I got, got mad because we started a hell of a USA chant. <laughs> and since they were trying to put him over, they cut it out because it was a tape. This was SmackDown was taped uh, or whatever. Fuck. And I was like so pissed off to see that later. But I was like, yeah, so. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, Drew McIntyre, we'll see. Like, I think he's I think he's got it in him now. I do, too. I think he is he is what Roman was supposed to be. Yeah. What do you think, like, Roman is clearly not a bust. Well. Yeah. He has sold more merchandise than, like, so yeah. many people. Kids, little kids love him, so he's not a bust. Mm-hmm. But, like, ultimately, at the end of the day, what do you think it is that just did not let people get... I mean, suffering succotash, bro. I don't know. I, I just... I don't know. <laughs> I, I, like, I... Because we we were like, all right, let's push him. Oh no, Batista's gonna win the rumble. Well, now we're not invested. And then the next year, we see how fucking good Seth and Dean are. Yeah. And then they're like, so you guys, uh, you guys uh, like Roman? You guys like, uh, you guys like Roman? Yeah. And we were like, no, we liked Roman. Yeah. I see. I don't think I ever liked him. Yeah. I think I. Uh, I, I think you know. Obviously, he works good and things like that, but. <laughs> I honestly think part of it is, it is the fact that he seems like he was, you know, shoved down your throat. Yeah, like, I here's the thing. I don't really harbor any ill will towards Roman. Yeah. He says some dumb shit on Twitter sometimes. Yeah. But so does Seth, and so does Baron, and so does so many other fucking wrestlers. Yeah, but the thing with me is, I think the fact that he's related to The Rock hurt him. Well, yeah, because, like, <laughs> there's the famous picture of him winning the Rumble, and then The Rock holding his hand, and then being like... What the fuck? Why are people booing me? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just like, like, we don't want to know that this guy got to the top. Listen, Roman Reigns is so hated that they showed him working with a Make-A-Wish kid and it got booze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were you reminded by the banner? I saw your banner and I giggled really yeah. fucking hard. He has a banner that just says "Make a Wish." Yeah, it's, it's from Zach Amon's Super Soft Birthday Party. I never took it down. So, uh, so yeah. Well, Ethan, who do you? Is there anybody that you can see on? Uh, well, uh, bust an AEW bust um, mm-hmm. has been Brandy Rhodes so far in her whole Nightmare Collective, which I think is done now. Mm-hmm. The, the that women's thing and the whole AEW women's division is kind of a bust at this point. Yeah, um, I get it. You hate women. Uh, but, uh, no, but... I don't hate women. <laughs> like 
I just don't understand why there is no trans. Like, if you showed me NXT level women's matches on a weekly basis, yeah. I would be like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. But for some reason, when they get to the WWE, mm-hmm. the matches are just god awful. And I don't know if it's because Vince is only choosing attractive blondes and legacy acts like <laughs> Tamina and Charlotte. Charlotte Flair sucks. Yeah. Like, she's got a moonsault. Great. Mm-hmm. Moonsault is like the crutch of a bad wrestler at times. Like, if you can do a good moonsault, you can yeah. get away of being a bad wrestler. Yeah. I don't think she does anything else well. Now, moonsault that misses every time is the crutch of a great wrestler. Kurt Angle. Yeah. Kevin Owens. Yeah, there you go. Um, and I just don't understand the translation. And the, the AEW one just has no coherency to it. That's true. Well, yeah. That, well, well, they also have issue of just not like... Well, they're <laughs> They have the belt on Rio. They, like, I like Rio, but like... They put the belt on Rio, and... She weighs four pounds. Yeah, and then she just disappeared for two months because she had other obligations. Yeah. I'm like, well, why the fuck did you put the belt on her then? Yeah. Like, put it on someone else. Like, And I know that to some people she's a garbage person, but back the dump truck up to Tessa Blanchard. For God's sake, she's yeah. amazing. Like, Yeah. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, busts. Busts in AEW. Dark Order. Yeah, which sucks because I love Player Uno. Yeah, I think they maybe are fixing the Dark Order, though. I think we're going to get... I think the Dark Order is going to be saved mm-hmm. by Brody Lee. Oh, fuck yeah. I think he's going to come in as the leader. Listen, I... That I think he's originally that. supposed to be Marty Skrull, mm-hmm. but Brody Lee is a good replacement. I'm yeah. totally fine with that. I just... I, I have talked with... Oh, no, I haven't. <laughs> You've talked with the Dark Order? Well, I... <laughs> I <laughs> third party. I have talked with Player Uno. Yeah, um, and the fact that he, I, and I know for a fact Player Uno is a very nice, yeah, guy who does a lot of shit for charity, and it makes me sad. And also, he's a great comedy wrestler, which is what is like. Why is he this bad guy? Player Uno did a, an amazing spot. Player Uno has a Nintendo sixty four on yeah. his pants, and he did a great spot where he was wrestling somebody, and they hit the pause button, so he stopped moving. <laughs> And then they would like press the arrow key yeah. and he would take a step. It was great. It was so funny. Yeah. Well, I think they'll figure it out. But as of this point, it's a bust. Yes. It's a bust as of this point. Yeah. And uh, I think someone who has the potential to be a bust, but I, I'm coming, is MJF. <sighs> Boy, I don't know. He has got so much heat. Well, he does. Yeah. But here's the thing. How, how they gonna, are they going to be able to handle that heat? Yeah, I don't to, know. Yeah, like here's the thing: like he has the potential to be a huge bust. Yeah, which is you know like yeah, um, if, I think you, they can do it. If you take Cody Rhodes out of the situation, can he do this with someone else? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, who was it? Oh, and Jake Hager. <laughs> oh well, he he. We could have added him as a bust in the WWE yeah. too. But I think J- they're building Jake. And Ezekiel Jackson. Yeah, I think- and Wade Barrett. Yeah. All just- I've got e- some bad news. Brisket and gravy. I loved uh, Bad News Barrett. I loved Bad News Barrett, too. Um, the, like, just any wrestler from 2008 to 2013. Yeah. If you were in the Nexus, pretty much. Uh- <laughs> Heath Slater. Yeah. He's got kids. Yeah, Marcus, did you know that? Uh, you know for a fact that Vince is just like giving Heath Slater like $500,000 a year because they don't want him to go to AEW and like just like play into that character, which would be so fucking over. Yeah. Like, and he's not bad in the ring either. Yeah, no, so. he's fine. Like Marcus Tarver or whatever his name oh, was, who yeah. Vince thought was Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, Jesus. 
Um, but yeah, that whole that that in it, that Nexus angle was so so good. And then Justin Gabriel, yeah, they, and then they just fucked it right up, yeah. like by having John Chena squash them all. Like, like hello, it's me, John Chena. Come to fuck your fun. I come to bury your gimmicks. <laughs> Uh, without context, <laughs> what we're doing it makes no sense. <laughs> no one knows. Like, yeah, I guess nobody so. knows the Santino Morella would just only call John Cena John Chain. Yeah, it was exactly. great. <laughs> All right, the Stone Cold's Steve Austin's. <laughs> so, Ethan, this is going to come out here in a few weeks. What you got? Well, uh, <laughs> depends on how many. A few weeks. Yeah, Marchish. I got a secret project I'm working on. Okay. And a secret project He's that you may see. Rebooting Global Force Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, GF Dub! GF Dub! GF Dub! Jeff Jarrett sucks! Yeah, Jeff yeah, Jarrett yeah. sucks! Global Force Gold! Yeah. Buy some gold! <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, secret project. Yes. So that, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, and then shows, man. I'm just, I'm just. just got shows around town. Shows, 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 shows. Shows after shows after shows. He's got. Shows in different area codes yeah. too. He'll be touring. Got uh, bitches and shows I'm uh, doing every day. You could catch me on uh, getting greasy on the Soundstooth Network as well. Uh, follow, listen to some of our other great shows that I help produce live from the Centennial Lounge. It's a stand-up showcase from the VFW. Uh, you can hear Ethan Sandoval on the very first episode of that. That's already out at this oh point. Oh my god. Uh, you can also listen to Digital Intercourse. I produce that for Tom King, Ashley Nicole, and Lauren Turner here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, I think we'll have some shows coming out. Uh, Talk Show Incorporated every Thursday night at the Starlight in Tulsa, Oklahoma. VFW Open Mic in Tulsa, Oklahoma every Wednesday night. Maybe by this point I will have gone up on stage and told a joke or two. Ooh, that's surprising to some people. I'm flossing. Yes. And Ethan is doing the worst floss I've ever seen. <laughs> it's real bad. It's because well, one of my arms just guys, disappears behind me. That's going to wrap it up for us here today. We'll be back. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in a next in another week or so, uh, or in a week. We'll be back to uh, entertain you with all sorts of great things on this podcast. Maybe, possibly, I don't know. Maybe, possibly, or we'll just like uh, turn it into a fantasy booking podcast. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Bye.